What's up, everybody? This is Tanner from TanManBaseballFan.com. I uh, was actually supposed to be going out on a run, but man, I am not feeling it. So I'm just going to walk and I'm going to talk with you about baseball cards. Uh, yesterday, I, I dropped a uh, podcast that was just kind of a fun little conversation between me and Atticus, my son, in the car. And uh, yeah, it was, it was good. It's good to be able to have his voice uh, documented on the podcast. Uh, I wanted to talk to you all about a few things that have been really kind of bouncing around my head uh, recently. I just, uh, oh, man, there's there's been so many things that have happened in the past year uh, for everybody in the hobby. And, and a lot of things have been happening for me in the past, like, several years, I guess. Never a dull moment. Uh, <laughs> I've never had a dull moment, I guess, so, which is interesting. But um, uh, I think I need to start, like, scripting my podcast or something because I know I'm kind of scatterbrained. And uh, I, I want to bring a lot of value to uh, you that's listening there. And uh, so I'll kind of tell you where I'm at right now. Like, uh, so, you know, as you know, I've written a book. It came out at the end of 2018, uh, Confessions of a Baseball Card Addict. I'm very, very thankful, very pleased with how it was received. Uh, a lot of people just uh, loved it. I mean, just they... I'm, I'm so, so thankful that uh, it was received so well. And I had a, uh, questions from people. When are you going to write the next one? And, you know, for the longest time I was thinking, ah, I don't know if I have another book in me. You know, it's kind of my bucket list was to write a book, whether or not it was to be sold or not was another story. Um, and, uh, you know, so I just, I don't know. I felt like I poured my heart and soul into that book and I don't really, I didn't leave anything out. I didn't leave anything uh, where I could, you know, write something else. But, uh, you know, it's kind of actually, uh, that might be changing actually, believe it or not. Um, I, uh, I feel like I'm kind of sitting here in front of like this puzzle and I have all these pieces in front of me that if I put them together, I can create something magnificent, something that will make sense to you that will uh, bring a lot of value to you in not just your collecting uh, life, but your life in general. And that's kind of a powerful, compelling reason for me to consider writing another book. Um, Because I think what we're seeing, especially this past year or so, is that this hobby can kind of transcend being a hobby and actually be life-changing, which, you know, frankly, is uh, is very interesting. I'm sorry, guys, if there's like a lot of wind here, like if the wind is uh, coming in quite a bit in this uh, podcast. But uh, anyway, so that's where I'm at. Like, uh, I, I feel like, uh, just like I said, if I'm in front of this uh, this puzzle with all kinds of pieces, and like I own all these pieces here, and I just need to put it together. And I, I don't know exactly how yet to, to get this to make sense. Like I try to, like a lot of times what I'll do is I'll pick up a, a puzzle piece here that I think is an interesting tidbit of information for you and I share it and I get all excited about it and I get people asking questions about it. But I feel like there's something much larger here um, in front of me that I can do something with. Uh, and so that's kind of what I'm trying to uh, think through a lot. And, uh, you know, I, I don't know. It's, it's hard to put into words. It's extremely hard to put into words, but I ultimately, if I do write something, I want it to be something that like hugely benefits you where you pick up the book and you go, man, this really helped me, you know, uh, or, 
and maybe not necessarily life-changing, even though I would love that. Uh, just say, I, I want some sort of a game changer to be in your hands uh, if I do write something. So I remember uh, as a kid, I read a book called Mr. Mint's Guide to Insider Guide to Investing and Collecting in uh, Baseball Cards or something. I think that's what it was called. And it was uh, written by Alan Rosen. And unfortunately, I found out later on in life that, you know, he was uh, a lot of people didn't particularly uh, like his style of dealing all that much. I knew nothing about that. The only thing I knew about was his book and that I was absolutely obsessed with that book. I loved it so much. And that might have planted a seed in me at some point to, you know, to write a book. I don't know. Um, but I want something, I want to do something like that. You know, I, not necessarily something that's like, hey, let's, uh, let's get you into investing baseball cards because I don't want to give advice to somebody that is, uh, where I say, hey, buy this, uh, you know, buy this mantle or whatever. And I guarantee you it's going to grow exponentially in value. Uh, because if it doesn't, then that's a whole nother, you know, problem, of course. And, you know, straight up, like I've said several times the past several months, I don't have a crystal ball. I don't know what's going to happen. Um, and, uh, I don't know what's happening now. <laughs> uh, you know, I tell you kind of a few interesting things that's been kind of like really crazy here, guys. Like, so first of all, let me tell you about some of my sob stories. I've talked about the 89 upper deck PSA 10 Ken Griffey Jr., uh, I was, uh, I moved that for, in a lot for like 500 bucks and I think I made like 60 bucks off it. Okay. Yeah. Not doing too bad with that. And then of course COVID hits and it spikes to 1500. Okay. All right. Well, that's, uh, that's, uh, you know, that, that kind of sucks. I wish I <laughs> sold it later. And then more recently it goes up to four or five, 6,000. I think the last time I saw sold around like 4,600 or 5,000 or something like that, but I think it peaked to six grand. I go, holy smokes, like what the heck? That's, that's like crazy money. And same thing with the uh, 1980 tops, Ricky Henderson rookie, I had a PSA 8.5. And this is kind of funny to reminisce about also, by the way, like I was kind of going back and forth between an 8.5 and a nine, like years ago. Well, not years ago, like 2019. And I was like, you know what? I'm going to go ahead and get 8.5 because I can grab that for under 200 bucks. Uh, the nine, man, that's expensive. That's like, you know, 500 or something, whatever it was back then. Well, I just found out recently that an 8.5 now goes for like a couple grand. A nine, I think, goes for five or six grand. Somebody over at uh, one of the uh, tobacco card groups that I am on in uh, Facebook ended up actually essentially trading uh, a PSA 9 Ricky Henderson for a, uh, a 33 Gaudi Ruth, uh, beat up Gaudi Ruth of course, but uh, you know, putting a value of like six grand on uh, on her five grand or whatever it was. And I'm thinking, man, that's insanity. Like, <laughs> and then uh, I think probably one of the main kickers was uh, I had a bunch of these uh, unopened boxes. I just had a really good feeling about unopened boxes. And uh, so I had a 1980 Tops uh, from a sealed case box. And, uh, you know, it was a, it was a pricey one. I was, uh, I think I had like somewhere between 1200 and 1500 into it. And 
it was a good deal and it was it was a box that would have been able to have uh been sold uh probably for about three grand like i bought a bunch of unopened stuff and i ended up doubling my money but uh <laughs> man like i think that box now is probably like a 12 or thirteen thousand dollar box and uh i think so with this as many of these sob stories as I have, like I've got a lot of them, I, you know, I obviously don't have a whole lot to cry about because I did some, made some really good moves with the money that I got off of them. Uh, but hindsight is twenty twenty. If I could do it all over again, I'd have kept the Griffey. I'd have kept the eighty box and you know, sold, you know, basically a lot of the other stuff. Um, but uh, one thing that I did learn through all this is uh, I've got really good intuition on. Uh, what's going to move and the thing is is the problem is is that I'm very uh, conservative when it comes to investing or you know putting money into really anything so uh, unfortunately what that means is a lot of times is I will sell a lot sooner than I should <laughs> and that happened with the boxes that happened with a lot of the PSA graded stuff that's happened a number of times to me and uh you know, that's, that's okay. It's a, it's a learning curve for sure. Um, but on the flip side, it's been fun to see what I have grow and, uh, the stuff that I've kept as I'm sure it is for you. It's probably, I'm probably preaching the choir. I think there's a lot of people out there that are going through the same things that, uh, they're like, Oh man, I wish I didn't sell that one thing, but I'm so glad I have this thing. Um, and you know, we're just going to, yeah, some some people might be more on one side of the fence. Others might be more on the side of the other side of the fence, um, and that's okay. It's going to continue. Uh, you know, you just gotta you know be smart with your purchases and uh, be patient when it calls for it. And uh, you know, that's uh, I think it'll all work out in the end. I think it's, uh, it's it's been a it's been a great ride. And one thing that's been fun, also by the way, is. Uh, watching these uh higher dollar cards move like even just as a spectator <laughs> this hobby has been fantastic uh i remember uh, at sports.ha.com it's uh, heritage auctions uh there was a t206 wagner graded by sgc as authentic i think it was uh trimmed on the right side uh it was uh the eye appeal for the front was decent for sure um back had damage on it quite a bit but uh uh anyways i was thinking man i wonder how much this is going to sell for you know for a long time it was stuck around five hundred seventy-five thousand dollars, and so last night is when it ended and i go well i'm going to keep tabs on this and so all of a sudden it bumped up and it passed a million dollars i go oh my gosh oh my gosh this is like th this altered wagner got over a million dollars and it went further it passed 1.4 million i go holy cow this passed up the uh, psa one that sold back in november and sgc altered like what is going on and i keep watching 1.5 million 1.75 million 2 million guys like it broke two and a half million dollars for an altered t206 wagner and gosh <laughs> this hobby is entertaining no matter which side of the fence you're on and uh, that was a blast to watch I enjoyed that seeing that so much now of course I do have a little bit of vested interest in this and 
Uh, so it's kind of self-serving to, to kind of bring it, bring up these pieces again as I have in the past. Uh, but there's a, I've got a couple uh, Wagners myself. There's a, a 1910 E90-2 on this Wagner. It is based off the same portrait that the T206 is, but it's got a blue background and it uh, looks very similar to the T206. But the blue is like so beautiful. It's uh, one of those cards where, uh, and I think I just said this recently, like this past week here, when I learned of its existence, I said, please, please, please don't be a six-figure card because I wanted one so badly. And, uh, you know, thankfully it was like way, 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 way less. And so a PSA 2 is recently sold the other day for like 12000 or so. And uh, guys, like I think that card, I believe so much in that card because there are so many people out there that don't know what it is, yet everyone that I show their jaw drops. I think it's just a matter of recognition. I think that it has so much room to grow. Like I'm, I love that card. It is, it is a neat card. Uh, it's, it's not just that it, it resembles the T206, not just that it's Honest Wagner. It's not just that it's, uh, it has similar rarity. I mean, there's not, not that many more E90-2s than there are T206s in existence. Um, it's that it has everything working for it. It's love to look at and uh, the other one is something I like way more proud of and uh, that excites me and interests me even more like way more and again I apologize for the wind if that's coming through on this podcast I'm not gonna I'm not gonna listen to it again so just uh, bear with me here but um, anyways I uh, the other the other one is the uh, 1899 sporting news m101-1 uh, Honest Wagner. It is his rookie, and it's one of those where I just learned of it last year, and the first time I ever laid my eyes on it was a guy that had it, and I asked him, I was like, are you selling this? He goes, yeah, I am, actually. I'm like, oh, man. Went back and forth for about a week, and we ended up doing a deal for it, and uh, it is, uh, I've seen in the entire sales history, I think uh, there have been six other examples of this uh, of this Wagner and most of which uh, have significant uh, damage being that there are parts of it that are ripped off and everything and uh, it's just an incredible piece it's his rookie it predates the T206 by 10 years and uh, it's a it's a neat supplement it's a significantly larger than a card it's a careful not to call it a rookie card because it's not a card it's a supplement but uh, to have an Honest Wagner that predates the T206 by 10 years that is a 19th century piece uh, that's just absolutely incredible to me and uh, so I think that has a tremendous amount of room to grow as well the problem is like the E90-2 and probably more so uh, definitely more so it's a victim of its own scarcity. There's just not many around. And so therefore not many people even know they exist. I mean, gosh, I have, you know, lived and breathed baseball cards for, you know, since like, uh, you know, 2006, 2007. And, you know, of course I took some time off before that, uh, because I was in the cards as a kid. Uh, but I'd never heard, heard of this before, but like the 90 two, every time that I show somebody that they go, what? 
on Earth is that they they get the, the kind of feeling of the the, the saying that like why isn't this thing in a museum, <laughs> you know? And so uh, I think the uh, that's one of the reasons why I get so excited about uh, seeing these T two hundred six Wagners go uh, uh, skyrocket in price because I keep thinking you know rising tides lifts all ships, right? <laughs> so I'm thinking, ooh, what's that going to do for these cards? But um, as I've said before. I'm a huge believer in low-grade, super-key vintage with high eye appeal. Um, and it's either super-key because it's like a 33 Gaudi or, you know, Tito 6 Cobb or something like that. Uh, like 33 Gaudi Ruth or, or Tito 6 Cobb. Or uh, because it has a really compelling story. Like the... You know, the Honest Wagner Rookie or the 1933 Worldwide Gum Babe Ruth, uh, which is the one that I have instead of the Gaudi. So, um, interesting, interesting times that we live in. And uh, it's fun to kind of see what happens. Like, I monitor, I don't know if I'm the only one that does this. I don't think so. I think there's many of you out there that are listening to that monitor other sales of cards that are similar to yours just to kind of get a feel for what the value is. And it's funny because it reminds me of uh, how as a kid, when I would rush to the Beckett magazine and see if that coveted up arrow was next to some of my key cards, you know, it's, it's kind of the same thing. And uh, it's been fun. It's been really fun to see all this movement in our set and everything. So um, anyway, so I guess uh, I don't really have a whole lot more to say. Uh, just it's kind of uh, interesting to... Uh, to see where we're at and to talk about where we're at in the hobby. Um, so I guess I'm going to go ahead and just leave that there for now. And I'm going to not necessarily go back to the drawing board, but I'm going to go back to this puzzle that I have that I've been talking about with these pieces that are in front of me because, uh, you know, I, I really strongly feel that I can put together something that's going to benefit the whole uh, hobby in general. And maybe even be life enhancing for many people. So I don't know. We'll see what happens. But anyways, uh, that's all for now. Thank you guys. Happy collecting. And I hope y'all have a great rest of the day.